Welcome to Everything You Remember Sucks. I'm one of your co-hosts, Matt. I'm your biggest failure of a co-host, Colleen. And I'm the watermark on the world's table, Anoop. <laughs> it's controversial that we did tables as the nostalgic thing. Dining yeah, room tables. Dining but... room tables. Uh, you know what? Actually, it wouldn't even work for me. I've never really used a dining room table like for most of my life i that's not like a thing that i do i don't eat at a dining room table my family well, no one eat. uses them but you they have just it. exist yeah. yeah they just exist the whole dining room was just yeah. like a place we didn't go <laughs> it's like we have this extra space in a house i don't get dining rooms we didn't have a dining room we just had like it was part of the kitchen it's kind of right. like how ours is a dining room table served no utility until I started playing board games, particularly D&D regularly. So not until well after college. True. Yeah. And also Christmas. That's yeah. the only time I've ever they're used just, your mom's dining room table. They're just holiday tables. Yeah. yeah. We served the food from the dining room table. So that's where we'd set out all the curries. But then people would just go sit. Like we'd have big parties, but they would just sit elsewhere with the food. You know what? That can be our generation's contribution to society. Bring back dining room tables. Uh, we or we could, use ours. We could just use millennials to kill the dining room table industry. We kill everything else, anyways. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm mistaking millennials for coronavirus. Audubon. <laughs> <laughs> Mol- oh, I can't wait till a millennial comes up with a vaccine for coronavirus, and they're like, "Millennials kill coronavirus." Can you believe it? All the boomers are going to be like, "Really? We could have used it to wipe out two percent of the population." It's just silly because they're the two percent that it's gonna get. <laughs> I baffling. literally, I literally read an article the other day that it was like, uh, I don't remember what it was called. But yeah, that's yeah. I told you the solution: don't use glass. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it was an article. I can't remember what the title was, but it was literally like how to talk to your parents. Like, are your parents boomers? Are your parents struggling to? To understand the... To like, embrace basic math and yeah, statistics. Yeah, and it was like, how to talk to your parents. And literally, I got to the part where it was like, are your parents conspiracy theorists? And it was like, stop trying to talk sense into them because they're not going to listen to you. And then it was like, try this other method. And it was like, Yeah, I've actually heard the best way to talk to a conspiracy theorist is actually to pitch another conspiracy that's in line with the behavior that they should be doing. So it's like, instead of saying like, oh, this is a conspiracy to keep you in your homes and not be voting and to tank the economy, you say it's actually a Russian bioterrorist attack and they're actively trying to kill you. So you do need to stay home because this was designed by the Chinese or whatever, you know, the Chinese virus. Yeah, I think there's some like some studies that show it's way easier to believe a fallacy than it is to like overturn a fallacy you believe in so it's like way easier to buy into some new lie than it is to refute information that you already believe yeah and just pitch it like wait you didn't hear yeah and then make an allusion to an article you read but don't cite the article i was reading this article i forget where unimportant colin just did that to us though Huh? <laughs> we just she just said I was reading an article. I can't remember the title or exactly. anything, but that's it said, that's exactly it. It uh, works perfectly. Can't believe we played Halo yesterday. It was a great game. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, there's not a ton of material. It's still good. That's the moral good game. Of the story. Yeah, should we just sit here and bash boomers for the next hour? I think that sounds I'm more fun. Boomer bash. 
Oh, yeah. I got the soundboard ready for this. No. Okay. So this year, this year, this I've been year. working from home for two days. <laughs> this year, we did. Oh, Colleen fucked up my dining room table. Been working from home for two days. Your dining. Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? I just want you to know. I'm going to that- lean into the man of the house thing if you're going to constantly call me out for being such a d bag. No, I just want it. I want everyone to know that this is the old, this single piece of furniture that I purchased with my own money, and I fucked it up. <laughs> It's the only thing, and it was like the thing that I was most passionate about. Like I remember when your mom offered to buy us a new dining room table. I lost my shit. I was like, "How dare she? This is the only piece of furniture that I've ever bought and implemented and used in my home." It was like the thing that made me feel like our studio apartment was mine. She was trying to take it away, and now here I am ruining it. Well, I'm inspecting (laughs) it right now. Once it's dead we'll fold the leaves down and put it upstairs in yeah. that little nook yeah that's the tour of our house everyone that'll have to edit out we <laughs> did halo combat evolve for this episode of everything you remember sucks a podcast about old things and not about dining room tables or boomers or coronavirus I mean, boomers are old things <sighs> and they do suck now so that actually that holds up <laughs> this week guys we're doing boomers <laughs> <laughs> they were great when we were young. Yeah, so what what do you remember about boomers? Yeah. Uh, well, well what, was my what mom I was and my young, dad. Yeah, they were my parents, and they were okay, I guess. They were always telling me what to do. And now they still do, except now they're just wrong. Guys, we're alienating half of our audience, because I'm pretty sure my mom listens to our... Actually, I don't know if my mom listens to our podcast anymore. I'm, I'm fine. Well, she won't after this one. Um. So Halo Combat Evolved was a release game for the original xbox is this the first halo yes okay um xbox came out on november 15th 2001 usually i look about where i'm pretty sure it was globally but at least in the u.s because that's when we got it um as a launch title after a pretty weird development for this game that went from being a real-time strategy game, eventually into a third-person shooter, and then into the first-person shooter that it became today. Yeah, it was an RTS for Macintosh, right? It was yep, originally designed exactly. for Apple. <laughs> yeah, so Bungie had a list of titles that they developed that were Mac exclusives, um, and then eventually they got bought by um, Microsoft, I believe? Or got exclusive publishing rights, something along the lines of that. And then Halo became a Microsoft exclusive and is arguably their only like real unique IP, right? Like first party. I would argue Gears of War is up there. It's yeah. not quite, it's, it doesn't quite have the same like cultural clout. I think people are more okay with Gears of War being a little janky than they would be with Halo being a little janky. But yeah. Totally. Yeah, Colleen has a lot to contribute here. Oh, She's so passionate about I all don't, those things. I am, un- I am unconcerned. The worst Halo game, it, like publicly considered worst Halo game, is Halo Reach, and that's still a beloved game. Yeah. Also it's still great. Good. Whereas Gears of War is like a, it is an IP. People do care about it, but it doesn't quite hold that same sort of beloved place. I think because the story's not particularly, like, it, it's all testosterone-fueled and kind of uninteresting. 
I mean, there's just like nothing. Well, like most video games. Ah, oh, shit. Colleen, there, so bad we can't do it anymore. There is a woman in this one. She happens to be an AI, but she's still technically Some a woman. Jewish AI. <laughs> All right. All right, we <laughs> shut it down. We're done. Yeah, that's Colleen it. Colleen pegged it, and that's it. Yeah. See you next week. See you next week. That might be our most recurring bit. But um, Halo released on Xbox as a launch title. And besides the critical acclaim that it achieved, it was one of the first games to effectively do controller-based shooting or FPS games. What am I trying to say? It's it's one of the first successful twin-stick shooters. Right, exactly. I don't know what that means. Could you explain that? It's standardized the way we play shooters today, where one stick on the controller is attributed to your character's movement in space, and the other stick is where that character looks around. Okay, sorry, when did this come out in... uh, 2001. In relationship, in relation to the Xbox. It was a launch title, so it was like... okay. Yeah. So the Xbox was not a thing. And you guys both bought Xboxes when they first came out? I did not buy it when it first came out. I got it a little down the line. I got an Xbox when it first came out. Um, I had Halo and, oh, I don't know, Dead or Alive, I believe, was also a release title, which Mm. was like a fighting game. Um, But I was too scared to play Halo because the aliens are really scary. Until I went to a friend's house who also had the Xbox, and then we were playing co-op, and I was like, oh, I can handle this. Still pretty- I can't look like a pussy in front of my friend, was what little Matt said. Still pretty Don't imagine scary Matt game. use the word pussy all that No, much. I don't think Matt's ever said the word pussy. As a fourth but... grader, just like a little rotund with my arms sticking out, like, <laughs> I can't be a pussy right now. Okay. Well, wait, oh, golly, guys. I'm going to think of a pussy. No, so I played this game that would be in elementary I don't even like school. hearing the word pussy out of your mouth. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right saying it. <laughs> Except when he's talking about that lovable scamp Garfield. <laughs> no, I'm going to get that lasagna loving pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate it. And then I'll get Garfield <laughs> as he walked out of the bedroom. No, so I played this uh, very early on. Definitely a definitive game in terms of like my all-time favorites and then also like shaping sort of the genres of game I like to play. So, What's holds... your all-time favorites? All-time favorite games? It's own podcast, I think. But... Yeah, that's that's a lot. I don't know if I think... I have mine. Like Ocarina Sims. of Time, Halo, Halo 3. Probably as just like in terms what's, of pure hours. What's what we played? Halo three. Halo three. Didn't we play Borderlands? Borderlands two is probably also up there. Do we play that or do we play a different number of Borderlands? We play two and three. They all seem the same. They're very similar. Okay. That's the this seems very Halo seems very similar to Borderlands. Am I wrong? Lots of first person shooters have similar feels, but they're very different in like the actual mechanics. Is this my being video game racist? I mean, effectively, yes. <laughs> it's kind of like if all if you were comparing shooters to Asians, and you were just like, <laughs> yeah, they're Asians, you know, they're all Asian, and I'm like, well, there's some shades. Yes, there. <laughs> I mean, you're not yeah. wrong, and you're not. But there is subtlety. A racial but- slur, but. It's weird and it's wrong. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll take it. 
Yeah. No, Halo is by modern standards very dated. Like there are a couple things that it did that are pretty standard now, like only being able to hold two weapons, the twin stick approach, like two weapons on Borderlands. Can't you hold like five? You can hold yeah, four. In Borderlands you can. Yeah. And you could hold four. But like limiting the number like was a Halo thing. Because yeah. back in the days of PC, you just have like Had the one. No, you'd have like ten because you oh. had a keyboard to select oh. whatever. Whereas on a controller, you oh, only like hit Y better. ten times. Can I play PC shooter games? Then? Uh, Colleen, you would absolutely lose track of what guns guns were associated <laughs> with what key. That's <laughs> not even seen me play. Yeah, that's not even me being mean. That's just accurate. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you've seen me be like, hey, guys, can we wait? I need to test my guns. Yeah, yeah. In Borderlands, <laughs> it was like, well, I just don't know which gun I like. And I'm like, well, you've only been using them for 20 hours. So I can see how that would get confusing. <laughs> um, so it did a lot to... <laughs> I'm an embarrassment. It did a lot to bring like actual shooters to the home console as opposed to being a PC-specific thing. Okay, I also would like to say, mm-hmm. the shooty mechanisms in this one were easier for me to adapt to than they were in Borderlands when we played that. Because like Borderlands is like, you can pick up a gun and start shooting it, and the aiming is all off, or... It takes forever or like it has to load between. And I felt like this one was like, I could just pick up a gun and shoot and I didn't have to worry about it. Yeah, this game doesn't really rely much on like gimmicks for its guns no. for the most part. It's like it's nice. machine gun, pistol, shotgun, sniper, laser machine gun, laser pistol. Like it doesn't really do too much to. Yeah, they all felt pretty similar, especially when it came to like aiming and successfully right. shooting. And the mechanics of Halo. So, like, the, the the dichotomy, given that you've played two shooters, Colleen, uh, <laughs> Borderlands is not a pure shooter. It is a shooter with role-playing game mechanics. And role-playing games are all based on, like, prototypically, they're all based on D&D, right? So, the, the concept is, like, you're picking up guns. They all have different effects because it's a role-playing game, right? It also, it's not a game that fundamentally, like, the shooting is the 100% the focus. Whereas Halo, if the shooting isn't good, the game is dead in the water, right? That's true. Right? And so this is actually the thing that Bungie designed most successfully, and it's carried through all the Halo games and then into their other game, Destiny, is they made a very tight and effective way of using their guns. Like, their shooting mechanics are good, and they just use that in all their games. Like fundamentally anybody could pick it up and like play for a little bit and understand most of the mechanics associated with it and it's like yeah. a fun gameplay loop like the, the the actual tactile sensation of everything is good like it feels satisfying to do it um and it, it, it like it kind of appeals to you on a, like a neurological level like it's just a satisfying loop of like shooting reloading shooting reloading picking up a new gun shooting reloading uh, that has carried through to all their games. Um, and so when you compare it to Borderlands, like Borderlands, the guns are a little bit more floaty and they don't quite work just as well, which when you're not, you know, if you're picking it up for the first time, it's going to feel frustrating because you're like, what am I doing? Like, am I doing something wrong? Well, no, it's just kind of the design of it is not as tight. Right. There's like some amount of learning curve and built in randomness or quirks to make it 
sort of more discovery heavy as opposed to focus on the shooter. So I'm going to give some quick pull quotes from the Wikipedia's reception page. Then we'll talk about, yeah, I can't speak tonight. Then we'll talk about how we played it and then we'll get into thoughts. Yeah. I mean, like lots of thoughts, hopefully, and not like five minutes, but. Um, so yeah, this game super well received. It seems like hyperbolic now. The most important launch game for any console ever. GoldenEye was the standard for multiplayer console combat. It has been surpassed. GoldenEye? Halo's single player game is worth picking up an Xbox for alone. And not only is this easily the best of the Xbox launch games, but it's easily one of the best shooters ever on any platform. Whoa. Those are some heavy words. I mean, I do really like it. I liked, I think I liked playing Halo more than I liked playing Borderlands. And I played a lot of Borderlands with you I guys. totally agree with you. I like, if for playing a shooter, I like just the really solid feel of it and yeah. the gameplay loop being just very tight and enjoyable more so than I like the RPG slash sort of random questness of something like Borderlands or something that's a bit more open world. Yeah, I think I like Borderlands a lot because I like the ability to wander around. There's a spider on our wall, Matthew. He's probably looking at the watermark. Uh, um, <clears throat> I'm not going to be able to focus on anything else. I liked Borderlands because I like the ability to wander around and do stuff. Do you see it? Come here. It's up there. The hole in the wall? No, it's not a hole. It's a spider. That's the glory hole, Colleen. <laughs> <laughs> is it a hole? Yeah. What do we put a hole in our wall from? Where the old from? frame was. We just never fixed it. Mm, it looked like a spider. What are people going to think of us? We're destroying tables. <laughs> There's holes in our wall. All right. All right. Anyways, I really like Borderlands because I like the ability to wander off and do my own thing. But I have to admit, for a shooter game, I liked Halo because I liked, like, there were little green arrows telling you where to go next. And it was like harder for me to get lost. Like whenever, and I think it's also, while you guys, when we played Halo, you obviously know it well because you've played it a bunch of times. And you know Borderlands well as well. But I could almost follow along with Halo. Whereas with Borderlands, I was completely at a fucking loss for the storyline. I couldn't keep up with where we needed to go. I didn't understand how any guns worked. Like, it was really frustrating. It was like the learning curve. So it reminds me of skiing versus snowboarding. Halo feels like skiing, where it's easy at the beginning, and then maybe it gets more difficult the more you get into it and the more intricate you want to get and Borderlands reminds me of snowboarding where it's like really difficult to start off and you keep falling a bunch and landing on your ass, but eventually you get it. Yeah, I think that's like a pretty solid analogy for it. Thank you. I think there's something super... Wait, what are you going to say? Oh, I, I was just going to say that, that that's a pretty apt analogy, mostly because Borderlands, for a beginner, suffers from being a role-playing game, which is difficult, like... Role-playing games have a lot of initial buy-in. You need to, like, right. understand that I have different equipment that I need to buy and equip, and some of it's better than other equipment, and there's stats associated with that. Then there's different sorts of, like, 
quests going on, particularly the multiple quest lines. Nar- Halo is a narrative. It is a story that is being told, right? Borderlands admit has a main quest, but you usually interrupt that main quest with like 10 side quests in between that have nothing to do with the main quest. And if you're not a person yeah. who's been like, I mean, I played World of Warcraft for so long. Like, I, my mind will can just switch off to another side quest, like, instantly, adaptively, sort of. Right. Um, so, and those things for Matt and I are hardwired in there. Because he's talking about, he's been playing Halo since the fucking fourth grade. Like, this and reading are equally fundamental skills, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm sorry I've turned this into a Halo versus Borderlands uh, no, but podcast, it worked with your point your of reference. but it's the only thing I know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Funny enough, I'm equally bad at reading, speaking, and playing Halo, so. <laughs> Arguably best at Halo of the three. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, I also, there's just something nice about like a linear, well-composed, not really having to think too much sort of game. Like, Halo or any very campaign heavy first person shooter is not going to challenge you to think of how you want to design your character or think about like what choices you want to make. It's like, this is your on track experience to be master chief and just blow up some aliens and enjoy it. So it's just sort of like set it and forget it a bit more, which I like. Yeah. I like it. It's fun. So we played Halo through the Master Chief Collection, which allowed us to be able to toggle to remastered graphics and audio and to the original Xbox release, scaled up, obviously. How did I not notice the HD. audio? Um, I don't know. It's not that different. It's not terribly Okay, different. I was yeah. about to say, because the visuals are very different when you toggle, but I didn't really notice anything with the music. It's not, I think the music track, honestly, is probably the same. No, the music in Halo has always been good. The music's always been good. I think it's the sound effects, like the gun sounds, the grenades, like the the dialogue. Yeah, if we're talking about our first experience with Halo, my first experience with Halo was when I was in marching band in college and Professor Mertz, shout out if you listen to this, probably not. He would make us play. Um, hey, I still follow him on social media. He would make us play. Somehow that makes you the nerdiest one on the podcast about an actual video yeah. game. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. But he was a total nerd, so he'd make us play video game stuff, and I never knew what it was from until you started. We started playing this, and I was like, "Hey, I played that song." Yeah. <laughs> All, all the music in the first three Halo games, at least. I think even through Reach, it's just like, man, it works. Uh, I, you know, four and five have their flack. The music is still very good in four and five. It's different. It's not yeah. quite the same style. Uh, but in terms of like just orchestral kind of like, I, I, I lack the music terminology to describe this properly. But like, hey, just, I might have that pulls you into the moment it's very like all-consuming it's a little like wall of soundy like at times depending on how much bass you have (laughs) Uh, but it's very moody and thematic and like when it kicks in in combat you're like no shit's about to go down and as we discuss some of the levels there's even like the audio design on the flood and the music with the flood tells you like oh shit you should be worried about what's happening right now yeah it's also just like unexpected like 
the weird chanting vocals and stuff like i just don't know obviously i wasn't playing many video games before halo or at least to the point where the soundtrack is sticking in my head oh like like you don't remember mario okay any of them i know like 8-bit music i don't remember like I know some like Ocarina of Time music, like MIDI type stuff. I was I about know. to say, there's no way you also don't know Zelda. Yeah, I do. I mean, besides the combat music from Pokemon, I don't know if any co- like video game music had registered to me prior to Halo. That's more what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, keep going. Yeah, keep going. I'm trying to remember the water ones. No, I can't. It's going to bother me. The water levels? Oh, yeah. The the waltz? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So clearly, Colleen has proven me wrong. Yeah. (sighs) Yet again. (laughs) Well, it's part of my job as a woman. A woman's plane. The Um, few things that I know, and music is the one thing that I have. It's a very different soundtrack. Can you let me have it? Or. (laughs) Yes. Oh, sorry. Matt, Colleen wants the stage, so we could just. We'll take a break. Uh, We'll bow out. But no, I I think it's just very unique. It works well. And when it hits, it fucking hits. Like when you're like these like wall of sound sort of like surge, like rush and take the hill or push back the enemy kind of things. You're like, yep, this works. Yeah, it was getting me pumped for sure. Yeah, it gets you amped up. Yeah. Although my one criticism is that it's so much louder than the... Uh, yeah, the mixing, I, I the, 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 the cutscene was really weird. Yeah, I, I have to imagine that that's the version we're playing and not the original mixing, but you never know. Yeah, it was tough to hear. I won't judge the game based on I also that. liked uh, Borderlands, like that they do like little subtitles, and I wish they did that. That's just an option. It's nice. Can you do it on Halo? I'm sure you Well, can. we should have turned it on. This okay. is Colleen's review of subtitles. <laughs> Guys. Subtitles are good. <laughs> Subtitles are great. Fucking love them. A plus. Um, so we played Master Chief Collection. We like the music. And what levels did we play? What did I do? One and two? You played one. I guess should we go through how we played it? Because this is the first time we've done a community yeah. Sure, review. sure. So there's uh, Halo Combat Evolved. Only has two player combat uh, co-op. By Halo 3, they had added four player. But... For the purposes of this, we did three levels, and we each of us took two people at a time per level. So Matt and Colleen played the first level together. Then Colleen Pillar of Autumn. Hmm? Oh yeah, Pillar of Autumn. Uh, then Colleen and I played the second level together. They have names? Yeah. Yeah. That's Halo. How yeah. do you know what the name is? It's in the it's menu. Named. Does it tell you? Yeah. Also, again... Fourth grade. This shit is like written in his. There's a neuron yeah. dedicated yeah. just to this. Like, <laughs> you know. Unfortunately, yeah, I probably could name every level. This game will be solidified in your mind long after you get dementia, but our wedding day will not be in there. Yeah, probably. Not. You know what I mean? Well, he was mostly playing here. Halo on your wedding day. <laughs> I'm curious now. Can I actually get through all ten levels? But I don't know if I can. Oh wait, wait, wait. Let's like uh, naming wise. Yeah. Go. Well, he's pulling him up. Uh, I gotta pull up like a buzzer noise if you get it wrong. I'm gonna get the <clears throat> fifth one wrong because I don't remember it. <clears throat> uh, okay, uh, take it away, Matt. 
I actually don't know a bunch of You can of them. skip five. You can come back to it. You I don't, don't know eight either. Five order. and eight are the same level. Okay, just... you don't have to go in chronological order. So just Pillar of Autumn, Halo, Truth and Reconciliation, Silent Cartographer okay, is four. So those four are like, that's like locked in. You know five. <laughs> you do. I know you know five. You're just fucking it up. I know. Six is 343 Guilty Spark. It is. Seven is the library. I've never been more turned on. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I'll you're going to be you're I'll really disappointed when I tell you what five is. I know, I know. Um, eight is the other one I don't know um, because it's five. And for whatever reason, I'm blanking on that. Nine is keys. And then ten is... I don't remember ten either. Matt, come on, ten? One of the greatest Ed levels in video game history. It is an incredible it? level, but I don't remember the name uh, right Okay, now. five. You're, again, you're going to be really disappointed about this one. Assault on the control room, man. Yeah, okay, I'm really mad about this. <laughs> God, it's so- More <laughs> mad than the watermark. <laughs> okay, eight, eight you're not going to be mad about. It's two betrayals. Okay. Yeah, and then ten, fucking the Maw. The Maw, ah. Uh, yeah, see, good names. Uh, yeah, sorry, we're going to have to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back in about seven minutes. Generous of you. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on. I gave us time to clean up. <laughs> You're gonna work <laughs> on that watermark during. during. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Two minutes for sex. And the rest is just <laughs> to put the mayonnaise on my table to get rid of this fucking watermark. Is that one of those euphemisms, millennials? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put your mayonnaise on my table. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we. <laughs> So we played one. T- it's gross even without the euphemism. Did <laughs> he hope it was not going to be there? <laughs> I at, I don't know why. So we played one, two, and six. Um, Noop didn't finish because I had to do my little trivia bit that I failed at. Colleen um, played one and two. You didn't fail at it. You got a seventy percent. That's a failure. <laughs> That's a STEM major if I've ever heard one. Yeah. <laughs> if it isn't an A, it's a fail. <laughs> STEM major versus. Uh, Music major. Music major. I don't want to say it, but that was what I was thinking. <laughs> hey, we had technical classes, okay? Yeah. yeah no, no. Colleen, you, you got like gold theory. star versus yeah. like shamrock. Music theory. It's Colleen, right or it's wrong. You technically had classes, is what you meant to say. <laughs> I literally hate you guys. Do you know how many? Don't even get me going on this rant. Do you know how many zero credit day. classes? The watermark has really taken a lot. Do out you of know how many zero credit classes I took because they were required, but they didn't fucking count, even though we met for seven hours a week or eight hours a week. It's supposed to be credit hours based off of how many fucking hours you're in the uh, class. So no. you're saying music professors can't even do math that they couldn't figure out how many credits they needed to no make it's because it, music's uh, so complicated that they were like well you need to take this course but also it's going to be zero credit it's pass fail go so the way they did that for us because they also fucked with us they would just take a bunch of like four credits sometimes easily the work of six credits and they just call it a two credit class and so you just have a bunch of two credit classes that were more work than any other class you were doing <laughs> yeah College. Why don't we choose like business? I work with a bunch of business majors now. Oh yeah, I neither of you use your fucking major. I'm the only one in here who's even tangentially using the thing I trained. To You're do. barely using it. Barely. <laughs> I you? made the biggest mistake out of all of us. Yeah, you really did. What, Mary? And Matt my or? 
My yeah, yeah. No, well, the watermark. God damn watermark yes. <laughs> Yeah. First mistake marriage, second mistake watermark, third mistake master's degree clarinet. Also my audition got cancelled because of the coronavirus. Yeah, so it's even more useless. Yep. You guys start live streaming gigs? <laughs> yeah, who wants to hear some solo clarinet? Twitch.tv slash clarinet bitch. Uh no, that's not a good name. We'll work on the name. <laughs> We'll shop that, but everything else is a go. Yeah. <laughs> so we played Halo. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I go through what we played? I think we well played enough. level one, two, and six. Okay. Yeah, we in various combinations. <laughs> I did one and two. Yes. Yes. I did For one the, and six. Yeah, and I did two and six. But essentially, it was the quintessential Halo experience for Colleen, and then Matt and I did the introduction of the Flood, which is the other major enemy type in Halo. So I are those these creepy alien lobsters? Yes. Okay. You don't think that one and two is the quintessential Halo? I experience. would argue the quintessential Halo experience is four and five. The silent yeah. cartographer in assault on control room. All right, pause. We're gonna go back, and I'm gonna do the quintessential experience, and we're back. It was great. Yeah. I shot All those the guys. jungles in the fifth level is really crazy, right? I shot the guys. No. Trick question. There weren't any jungles. <laughs> she okay. got me. Colleen, what biome is featured? <laughs> now, this is a trick this is a tricky question, because you also need to know biomes. <laughs> which are, that's hard. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. It's not a coniferous forest. Uh, actually there are pine trees, so it's kind of a coniferous forest. <laughs> Come on, she's a music major. We just went over it. <laughs> I don't know. What of these zero credit courses might have been about biomes? For all I know, I didn't do music. Well, it's a it's callback joke. Environmental science AP class that I took. There you go. Uh, what, three episodes ago? There you go. I don't know what biome it is. But that, that to me, the reason I say four and five is because they're big outdoor open levels. Uh, four. I mean, the silent cartographer is just like such a high level to me. Like you like drop in on an island, you go around the island. There's indoor portions, outdoor portions, vehicle portions. That Same with the salt like, and control uh, room. The one where you drop in from the airplanes. Yeah, I mean, Halo's up there. It, it the second level entitled Halo is up there with like. I guess the only reason I don't include the second level there is because it's a level that I have so consistently gotten lost on. This might be the Which first time the that I one? haven't. Yeah. Which one? The second the one, one where you, you walked over the bridge in the beginning and then you get the car and then you drive to the three Oh, points. yeah. I couldn't have done that without you for sure. Even watching you guys play it, there were parts where I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this last one. Or yeah, like, yeah, there's three and it's like it kind of it could drag. Depending on your opinion of it, uh, yeah. So I, I I do think four and five are kind of the most Halo-y levels. In addition to the Maw, I mean, but the Maw is the Maw. Yeah, yeah. So everyone likes to drive a Warhawk. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the enemies in the game, and then we'll talk about how the game plays a little bit, and then we can talk about the levels. If we had any major callouts, we were like that was cool or not cool, and then. I don't have anything else. 
And then we'll talk about what we think about the game, and then we'll close out the podcast, and then we'll go about our separate business, and then about a week or two will pass, and then we'll start another podcast, and then in that podcast, we'll kind of lay out the format of that podcast, <laughs> and then on and on until we all die. Oh, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, question for you. Remastered. Yep. When did that happen? Mm, I didn't look that up, actually. I th- want to say 2014 or 15. Um, mm. Let's just look it up and then... Start that sentence again as if you do. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Ooh, 2011. Wow. So yeah. is that the 10-year anniversary, basically? Yeah. Yeah. That actually makes a lot of sense, too. I was going to say, 2013 felt weird to me, because I was like, why would they do it on like a 12-year anniversary? Yeah. I thought it was with the Xbox One, but it came out on 360. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you could tell. I mean, the remastered looks good, but there are definitely areas where you're like, oh, this could look even better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It doesn't look incredible. Um, it was fun to. So, did you play it when it came out? The remaster. Yep. Yeah. I remember thinking, like, wow, this is. It looked really good when it came out, um, especially compared to the original Halo, and it had that ability where you could hit the button and toggle back and forth between the original view and what it looked like now instantaneously. Um, and that's just a super cool feature to just be like. This it kind of made it look like what you remembered it looking like. Have there been? Yeah, that's fair. I see what you mean. Um, have there been newer Halo games since then? Yes. Like, since we've been together. Yes, Anoop and I have played them. And we're still together. I have you been here? Look, at, they all look the same. Borderlands, Halo, whatever. You know, if we go back to my Asians metaphor, this is getting kind of racist. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm kind of confused by this one right here. When like, did Halo, when did the newer one come out that you played? Halo 5? I think there have been two Halos that have come out since we've been together. Yeah, been yeah Halo years, 4 so. and 5 have both come out since you guys have been together. All I know is that I don't see you for about two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That definitely didn't happen with 5. I think you guys were living together when 5 came out. Halo 4 came out in 2012, so that predates us. That predates us. But oh, okay. Halo 5 was definitely... Yeah, 2015. Were you traveling for work? Maybe. I just like don't remember it happening. I mean, he and I played it together, yeah. so I know that happened. It was five and... years ago, so we were still living in our studio apartment. Yeah, Why and so he so had to be details. playing it in front of you. So how, yeah, how did I miss it? Is I don't know. You, you have to be playing it in the same room as you, by definition. Literally, literally the same room, yeah. because we lived in a room. I don't know. I'm sorry. I hate to break to you. Well, this is the curse of my memory. So let's talk about the enemies in Halo. And we can talk about the original graphics, I guess. Okay, if we're going to talk about the enemies, then let's start with the Marines, because they've <laughs> all got to die. Yeah, is it because you can't tell the enemies apart? Correct. In your in this racist metaphor, like you can't <laughs> yeah. even decipher okay, what's good and bad. Okay, some games that we play that are shooty, you shoot at humans and you shoot at, shoot at aliens. How was I supposed to know that this wasn't one where you shoot at humans? Because they were all being like, wow, great job. Thanks for saving well, us. Well, I don't know. They were looking at me and there must have been a bad guy behind me because they were sh- their guns were pointed at me. So I just thought I would kill them. I think that's just a limitation of the game. <laughs> yeah, that I just don't know not if they can put down their guns. guns. <laughs> 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 they're just always pointing. Well, I killed two of them in cold-blooded blood. Blood. Yeah, she just started murking the people <laughs> she was supposed to save. <laughs> um, 
I think the the Covenant and the Flood are just two great video they're, game enemies. They're iconic. I mean, they're, sorry, is they're, the Flood a, a bad guy? Yeah. Is it the little ones? The ones that look like popcorn crabs things. Popcorn are all crabs. Flood. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I love KFC's popcorn crab. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> um, um, and then the Covenant are the aliens. How, which one are we gonna do a punch squad on? Dealer's Pop, choice. Popcorn crab. Popcorn crabs. Okay. Uh, if we're doing popcorn crabs, are we doing like all of them at once? Or is it like one popcorn crab? Uh, you, they come in sets crab. of like 85. So I don't know if you get... The game lore pretty much says that like space marines cannot fight off these things. Yeah. So we lose. By definition, we lose the punch squad. But you did fight them off. No, but... I was a like super a soldier. soldier with a shield and an assault rifle oh so you're saying in normal life we can't all right is there a different one that we could kill what about the weird guys that hop around i don't think there's anything in halo that i could fight and win no so those grunts the small enemies with the triangular backpacks those are as tall as like an average human being they're like five to six feet tall so they look small in this game but it's because master chief's like six to seven feet tall but they're kind of goofy yeah, they kill people all the time. Like they've wiped out they wiped out an entire planet right before this game. But if you just had one. Okay, what about one popcorn crab? I still Like you didn't have 85 come before you. You had one and you had to kill that one. You had to punch that one. I think the idea that I have to land a punch is the fatal flaw because they're like a close quarters enemy. Yeah, I love that you think that you could punch a dog in the face, but you couldn't punch a popcorn crab. I could never punch a dog in the face. That dog. What from dog did I punch? The Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. The Beetlejuice. Oh dog. yeah, the murder dog. That Beetlejuice dog. I would have been like, oh, it's so cute, and it would have killed me. I would have lost. Well, the murder dog is different though, because it it needs a scheme to kill you. It's not. It's not directly trying to kill you. It'll try to run you off a bridge. You know. But it still has puppy dog guys. So I, if I got even close to it, I wouldn't be able to do it. So if I strap some puppy dog guys on these, uh, these crabs. Yeah, literally, able- Gustav could legitimately murder you right now, and I still wouldn't be able to punch him. I'd be like, "Oh, look how cute he is with Matt's blood all over his mouth." Okay. I think you need so- to take contingencies, Matt. Yeah, I'm worried. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, do I just resign to a loss on this one? Do I just like lie down and get infected and turn to a flood zone? I don't know if you can win. Like even the weakest enemy in this game, which is a grunt, is the size of a regular person and like heavily armored and has a gut. But didn't we do one with elephants? Elephants are dumb and slow. They're big though. Uh, that was... A wild thornberries one, yeah. I think we had to punch an elephant. Yeah, we had to punch an elephant. We all beat it. Are you trying to tell me you can beat an elephant, but not this little motherfucker? I just don't even know how, like, okay. I guess here's how I do it. I I have to kill someone else to leave as bait for this thing to infect. That's fair. And we're already saying I can't kill anything else in this game because the grunts are, like, heavily armored in my side. So you have, so I have to kill, to kill a marine. I had to kill another human. Oh, yeah. no. I'm a pro at that. You want some tips? But I'm just, we're not armed in Punch Squad, right? I mean, you'd have to take the gun. You're not initially armed, but you could arm yourself. 
You're not given a gun, I, but that doesn't mean you can't kill Can we assume I'm able to, to kill a Marine? Yeah, sure. No, you, you can't can kill, kill a man. Yeah, you can't kill a Marine. Sorry. <laughs> I think you okay. can kill a man. <laughs> what if you punch the button to set off Halo? Technically... <laughs> You've punched all of them all at once. You've you've punched all life in in a radius. Yeah, I've punched everyone so hard I punched myself out with it. Yeah, Um, it's worth it. Nobody said that that was in a rule punch squad that you just survived the punch. Thanks. (laughs) You You can sacrifice yourself. If we had T-shirts for this podcast, we'd have one with a fist that says you don't have to survive the punch. And that, that could just feel like a fisting porno. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't. Okay, I'll, I'll assume I killed a marine, even though Colleen says I'm incapable of that. I'm sorry. I leave it as bait. I've seen your upper body strength. <laughs> I know. While it's feasting on, while the crab is feasting on that, I run up and sucker punch it. And I have to imagine if I punch it hard enough, it does pop because they seem to be air filled. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I die, yeah. I take this I don't one. think I win, still. Uh, I think probably, yeah. It, maybe I could fall on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then that might kill it, and then I'd be able to, or like, I think that's probably my best bet. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing saying you can't walk across one of those bridges that's like the invisible bridge that you make, and then you fall off, and then you kill it. <laughs> so in this scenario, by happenstance, I fall well, off falling. a bridge. You sacrificed yourself Your for the greater good. So I yell down to the flood, like, "Hey, don't mind me. I'm going about my day. I'm about to walk over this bridge." Yep. And it's like, okay, fine. And I'm like, whoa! And you I, know what? I you know how I would do this? I would use you as bait. <laughs> you. <laughs> this is the second <laughs> illusion to letting you die. There's ample other people to leave for bait. I mean, if you're if you are the three that I have to choose from, I'm choosing you to die. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say this too personally, but I am your physical husband. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, fundamentally, Colleen, and not to advocate for my own death, but I am just some guy, you know. But a noob saves lives daily. Oh, okay. Nah, she's it's, got a point, man. It's for the greater good. What do you do? In Keep terms our of utility, like actual doctor you. works for a social network. I'm just saying. I'm I'm being practical in my in my choices. This will never come up. I'll never be on whatever planet there is in Halo. But I would use use bait. I'd, but here's the I'd, thing. It'll never come up, down. but he'll know it. <laughs> I know. There's no walking back what you've just said. But, at, at night, you know, when he's looking at the ceiling, he knows it. But if this scenario happened, like if if the popcorn crabs invaded Earth, they I do sacrifice you. Thanks. They do, yeah. Oh well, then I definitely wouldn't sacrifice either of you. I can't live without either of you. Well, yeah, we just, would probably die. Well, just don't go to Africa, right? New Mombasa, yeah. you're fine. But anyways, I would sacrifice you in this scenario, and I would let them start devouring you, and then I would jump on them from the top, and that's how I'd get them. That's you get the pupil's elbow. Yeah. From the top rope. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably die, too, which is fair, because I can't live without you. Yeah, I'd probably really hurt yeah. your elbow. You sacrifice... I can't live without you, but in the scenario where two out of the three people live... Okay, I'm still killing you. Out of any of us, Anoop's the one that needs to survive. I don't but bring any good in the world. Scenario. Either. Just 
Also, Colleen, that doesn't hold when you you earlier said you would take Goose over Matt, too. Because <laughs> well, he no, is no. a dog. It's not that I would take... Okay, I did not say I would choose Goose over you. I said if Goose killed you, I could forgive him because he would give me puppy dog eyes. <laughs> that seems like kind of a one-to-one. But if I killed Goose... I'd forgive you. Eventually. It's, there's eventually. a lot more hesitation. No, see, even eventually, it's like, it's a lot, right? Goose yeah. was my firstborn baby. I can't. Goose I don't would, know what you. Goose could actively be murdering Matt in front of you. You're fine. Well, no, no, no. I'd stop him if he was. If I witnessed Gustav murdering Matt, of course I would kill Goose to save Matt. But if I came into the house and Gustav had murdered Matt, and then he gave me puppy no, dog baby. eyes, I'd be like, oh, bad boy. <laughs> Don't murder Matt again. Well, you can't, by definition. (laughs) Kind of a one-time game. (laughs) And then he'll live another six years, and then I'll have to put him down, and it'll be the worst thing that I've ever experienced, aside from your death. (laughs) Except for the time you came home and found out Matt had been killed by Goose. (laughs) And then I'll just have Felix. Well, I sit here and question my choices to marry my wife. (laughs) (laughs) The enemies in Halo are good. Yeah. Like, they're... Unique enough and there's enough variety that like it keeps it entertaining between the yeah. elites, hunters, jackal, and grunts on the covenant side. What are you saying? I'm naming the aliens. Well what are they all how do you know their names? Okay, when do they say their names, you fucking nerds? The Marines yell it out for you. Oh, and they're they're <laughs> tiny, tiny voices that don't go over the music. Also, okay. Colleen, it was in the manual that came with the game. Obviously, and reading the manual was like the best part of driving home from the video game. Halo, is it one? What's it called? Not Top Ice Cream. (laughs) What's the first Halo Combat Evolved. And the Flood are uh, like a dynamic shift that I don't think... Bad guys. Anyone saw coming. No, yeah, I think the Flood in terms of like just sheer surprise and kind of changing things up are very uh very interesting you know i I imagine they took a lot from like maybe half-life but then maybe half-life took it from halo i don't even know how the timeline works out there but uh with all the head crabs and stuff are very visually similar to the flood um no this would be after half-life so i can imagine half-life wasn't a twin stick shooter what was half-life it was like a a pc shooter oh it was but it wasn't okay well then so you could have gotten the the general head crab ideals. I mean, but then on top of that, it's like all of these guys were influenced by Alien, so it's it's all a hodgepodge. Yeah, I, I mean, know? trying to pick apart like the influence would be pretty tough. But yeah, I think it works really well. I think the character design is unique enough that the combat's engaging. Like each enemy type serves a purpose for how you have to deal with them. Like grunts are just sheer numbers. Jackals have the shield. Elites have their shield and the better AI. Hunters have the like ridiculous armor. So it's just a lot of fun. And the flood is just like tips it all on its head and it's just sheer numbers running at you. They're not hiding. They're not taking cover. I'm like yeah. really glad that you you let me play one and two and not the one with the flood because I was ang- I was filled with anxiety just watching you guys play that level. Yeah, it definitely, I mean, knowing the turn and also being an adult instead of a child makes it way less stressful. Oh, thanks. Um, thanks. Yeah. It's okay, I did tell you I would forgive Gusa for murdering you. Yeah, you're going to have to earn that one back. 
Yeah, Colleen, you can't really operate from a position of power anymore. Okay, I didn't say I'd let Gustav murder you if I saw it happening. I just All I'm saying is I up. think Matt has bought himself like one. There's a lot of fine print to this. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, a lot of I, backtracking. I, <laughs> trying to keep us on track, but Colleen's just devastating me. Um, <laughs> the... I think the the enemy design is just super fun. Like even playing this old rudimentary, essentially version of what Halo is now, like it's it's still engaging and enjoyable to play. It's fun. I really liked it. I would definitely keep playing it. And the thing is, like, even I don't know, Halo struggles from the fact that the Covenant and the Flood are very iconic. Like you keep fighting the Covenant after four and five, and it doesn't make a ton of sense story-wise, but they're just like, what are we going to get rid of all these enemies? And then they introduce new robotic enemies that just never quite, they're not quite as interesting as the Flood. It's, it never quite gets up to that level. And I think anybody, even the, the Flood are, I guess, fundamentally wiped out, but like if the Flood showed up in Halo 5, I would have been pretty pumped for it, even though they're like not, it wouldn't make a ton of sense story-wise. They're just fun to fight. Yeah, it's it's really good. They definitely go overboard later in the series with the Flood. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> it happened in that coniferous forest. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, but no, I totally agree. Like, for this game, they work great. Um, and also, all of the shooting mechanics just are so satisfying in this game. Like, all yeah. of the guns... Even though they're broken in terms of like modern game design, they're yeah. just great. I like well, we, it. We were also playing on normal, like on heroic and legendary. Well, even heroic was easier than I remember it being. But legendary, like your guns do piss all, and it's yeah. much harder. I know it, the difficulty is not super. Did you play it on normal when you were in fourth grade? I think I probably played on like normal heroic, and then. We would try legendary and be like, we can't do this. Cause like So you're telling me that my skill level is roughly equivalent of a fourth grader? Okay. I mean now a modern day fourth grader, no. Like, <laughs> yeah, a modern day. All fourth that Fortnite and shit. Yeah. Fucking rolling over your corpse. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I can play overcooked with with the best of them. Apparently there's a fourth star in overcooked. What? Yeah, sorry. What? To you. What? <laughs> okay. Um, Let's talk about the... Let's talk about sex, baby. I feel like you guys already no. did that a lot. Let's talk about... Oh, look at... Yeah, I told him I'd owe him sex because I told him I would let our dog murder him. I didn't that about that evens out. out. <laughs> um, the, the, the combat in this game is just so fun. Maybe more so than newer Halo games. Like, uh, Yeah, I think... A point that won't be controversial. Uh, Halo 3 probably has my favorite version of it all. Uh, but it still holds up really well in Halo 1. I mean, like, picking it up. This is this is kind of the issue with these episodes about video games. It's like some old games just suck. And their mechanics aren't good. But Halo 1 is like that perfect area where it still plays well. Still feels good. There's not like, There's things in Halo 1 that I don't like. Like the lack of sprint. Uh, like yeah it's so slow i kept really wanting to. the whole game is very slow like not aiming down sights for all of your guns like all the enemies have so much health but yeah yeah. besides that it's just it's very enjoyable anyone want to comment specifically on the levels they played 
Well, I guess I played one. So that was like where they introduced the whole storyline. And I guess I just, I don't even play video games and I know they've come a long way. I do think narratively that like the game doesn't do a super great job of world building or anything. There's been a lot of other Halo lore that has clearly gone into it, and they were clearly leaving themselves a lot of loose ends to potentially take into sequel territory. Um, I mean, I wasn't that deep into it. I just meant like the dialogue kind of sucked, and also their just like the the visuals of it weren't as good. But that makes sense because it was 2001. So. Yeah, the old cutscenes don't look great because they're all rendered in game, but. I think the game looks surprisingly good for something that's 20 years old. I think so. What was another game that we recently played that was old and I was like, damn, this looks really bad? I don't know. We've only done a couple games. It was the one that, Resident I don't Evil. know if, yeah, yep, that's it. Thank you. Thank you. Looked terrible. When did that come out? 2004. Oh, yeah. are you kidding me? And that's the shit we were doing before Twin Stick Shooters. The shooting in that game is fucking ass. No, it's good. It's on it's purpose. garbage, man. Garbage. And your nostalgia blinds you to how bad yeah. that game is. God damn you guys. Yeah. As someone who has not played video games previously, nor do I play video games now, I can objective- objectively say Resident Evil sucked. Also- You guys are wrong. They had time to make it better. That was 2005. They had four years. To be like, hey, this is a good version of a game. Resident Evil 4 is an incredible game. You guys are wrong. And the first Halo level is not as good as I remember. But watching you guys play 2 and 6 are great. Yeah. I mean, the first level is always kind of a... like It it definitely, I think, suffers on the lower difficulties. Because it's hard to feel like, oh, shit, this, like, something bad's actually happening on normal. Because you just fucking blaze through everything. Well, I think the thing, too, is that the cinematic elements of it just don't carry through as much with the game being so old now. Like yeah. the ship falling apart, the landings of the different enemies onto your ship. Like it's just not as impactful. So it doesn't feel as pressing. And then, yeah, you just steamroll everything. So you're like, well, this wasn't an issue. We're on our escape pod and it's fine. I mean, you steamrolled, but I died like what? Three times, four yeah, times. Yeah, You and the plasma grenades match made in heaven. Couldn't yeah. see them. I mean, I thought it was good. No, it's good. I'm just I'm I'm applying some objective criticism, I think. Okay. Fair. Anoop, any thoughts? Uh yeah, no, I mean I think Halo holds up. It just it is a satisfying game to play. It's easy like easily could have sat down and played through that whole campaign again. Uh and felt perfectly satisfied. It didn't feel like a waste of time. Uh the controls still hold up. There are things that are just objectively better about later halo games but it's not so broken that you can't enjoy it for the experience that it is right uh yeah the cutscenes leave a lot to be desired um but nature of the beast i suppose yeah exactly like there's just going to be some element of things being rough around the edges when you go and visit a game that that's that's that old yeah um i thought it was really good though yeah, should we should we wrap it up? Should we start comparing? Did yeah. I miss anything? Yeah. Uh, no, you didn't miss anything. I think we should start comparing. <laughs> um, so are we comparing this to the Marshall Mathers LP yeah. or to M&M's The Candy? The Marshall Mathers LP. 
Uh, yeah, well, we did compare M&M's The Candy to the Marshall Mathers LP. Uh, but I think we the main focus of that episode was the Marshall Mathers LP. So we'll <laughs> okay, do that Okay, so one. we're going non-linear now. So this is weird because we talked so much in that episode, which I'm in the midst of editing, about how, like, the the obscenity of the lyrics and how, like, disturbing it is and all this stuff. And then this is a very violent game. I mean admittedly you're killing aliens or in colleen's case aliens and humans and it's low yeah, just a couple of marines don't worry by about modern it. standards but it's just so she saw them and they thought she thought they were you so she yeah. had to kill them yeah the same year i was like that, where's gustav i thought i set him to kill matt i guess not i'll just kill him so the the same year that that <laughs> album came up and i was not allowed to listen to i was allowed to play this game that seems a little wonky okay but again my comparison back in the episode from 18 weeks ago of eminem is that it's aliens. It doesn't, unless you're like me and you're an idiot and you kill a bunch of fucking Marines. It's like, it's a different level and it's a different kind of violence. Like, listening to an album where they just talk about raping and oh no, I'm, murdering I, and torturing women versus shooting a bunch of aliens. Like, no matter how gory that is, it's just like a totally different level. They're obviously an apple to oranges, apples to oranges comparison, yeah. but I think my point is like, Clearly, the filter was miscalibrated where it's like, this game is fine, but this album is absolutely awful. Yeah, because like, if the game were, if, okay, let's imagine Halo, right? But instead of killing aliens, you're killing women. Your mom would absolutely have never let you fucking play that game. But I did play GTA. But, yeah, okay. But if you, if, what was the comparison I was going to make? I mean, yeah, okay, doesn't, like, that is the whole point, though. <laughs> like... I'm just saying, like... When did G- that come out? GTA 3 was probably 2002, 2003. And you it played it? At, at friends' houses. It also probably was one of those things where, like, you're a parent, right? Imagine you're your parent. You turn on the radio and you listen to an Eminem song and you're like, holy fuck. But you're certainly not about to sit down and play a fucking video game. Like, you haven't purchased it, so why would you play it? So you just be like, yeah, sure, whatever. GTA 3 came out one month before this game. So, But you get what I'm saying, no, right? I, like, I know what you're saying. It's more accessible to get the music and the movies that, that you know are going to be bad. And then like for a video game, you just kind of like, eh, it can't be that bad. It's a video yeah. game. I, I'm <laughs> totally on your side with this one. I'm more just saying like the nostalgia factor here of having access to this like skyrockets the rating. Like... Yeah, whereas I did not have access to this. This one breaks the scale. I didn't didn't have access to. I did not have access to it because I. It was violent. I didn't have access to it because we didn't have an Xbox. Right, but like, I did. And And like, maybe my sister played this, and I just don't. She probably played it at a friend's house. Like, but I, I never did. I wasn't in a video game, so for me, there's absolutely no nostalgia factor. Yeah, but for me, with that comparing it to something that i have no nostalgia for and don't really like i would not pursue it now maybe 200 300x like this game is so fun like i would sit through and play this game three or four times probably before i'd listen to the marshall Matters so LP clearly again. i've learned two things about my husband right now 
One is that you're very hung up on nostalgia. I hope I always look good in your eyes when you look back at our relationship years from now. I'll just hit that high res button. <laughs> and two, <Yeah. laughs> I remember my hot it's wife. The belly button, right? <laughs> it's not going. Where's the 4K? <laughs> my my boobs just are instantly lifted. <laughs> yeah, there's clothing for that. Um, and two. What was I saying? The first one was that you're nostalgia. The second one is that... I like video games. I still oh, like video games. that you do not... That, uh, yes, that you're... You're just not culture when it comes to music, you know? I don't... Okay. Uh, so, for, the, for <laughs> reference, for user reference, sort of, as they're going back through this, Eminem is cultured music? No, it's that you're not able to... You're not an a music appreciation person, which is so surprising to me. I don't so think kill you. not liking kill the Marshall you. Mathers LP means You have to appreciate the, even if it's not your style, you have to appreciate the But our rating system is not it. based on that. You have to appreciate the genius behind it. I would not call Eminem a genius. He's a very talented artist. Do I like his music? No. There's painters that I don't like, but they're still very talented. But it's pop culture still. I don't like Katy Perry. Maybe she's talented. <laughs> I'd have I, no way of knowing. <laughs> I'm not putting on music and being like, I dislike this. Yes, I'm so cultured. It's like, I, like, it's like, I still okay, don't know I've how taken... you two can so consistently argue about the fucking bullshit ranking system that we have for this podcast. <laughs> I'm not trying to pull it into arbitration yeah. and talk about... Colleen is the one who's like, I am fucking offended that you have ranked something. I'm a little offended. I'm also... It's because I have a seven-year history of you only wanting to like you didn't like going to my concerts my classical music concerts because yeah had i'd beethoven put those on like a 500 essay because, because it had beethoven and you're like beethoven's so boring but then you'd be like "Ooh, steve reich yeah let me go to that and i'm like literally every classical musician i know is the exact opposite of that they appreciate beethoven's genius even if it's a little passe and then they'd be like oh steve reich whatever so it's like, you're like the opposite of what I'm used to. I had people, I took classes on how to appreciate music. Finger I, guns, baby. Suck I it. Just, Halo's incredible. Just, Marshall <laughs> Mathers LP sucks. I'm just mad about it. Uh, Go for it, Anoop. So actually, this is it's great that we're bringing back the Marshall Mathers LP. Because uh, I was listening to Rap God over the last week. And he has a whole... Uh, like verse yes he has a whole verse where he uh bashes somebody for being gay and saying they look gay and then he also has a joke about uh monica Lewinsky sucking bill clinton's dick who doesn't huh i said who doesn't that fucking song came out in 2013 and he's like violently homophobic in it and making fun of bill clinton I was like, it kind of recontextualized everything for me, and I like have a significantly lower opinion of him because nice. of it. Because I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah, he's not um, a genius. He's not. He's right. Well, he's 
it made me think that like he's a little just on the spectrum when it comes to lyricality where he can generate these rapid lyrics that still rhyme and hit like his ability to work with rhymes that's like his unique trait but otherwise he's not he's not that interesting and then right. i listened to his new album all the way through and there i mean when he's introspective his music is interesting and when he is a rapper and he's shitting on other rappers and he's making pop culture references he's boring and an asshole i uh, mean but that's how i feel about literally every artist that does that bullshit so yeah and halo is better than that so 200 uh so you know now that we have matt's ranking again uh, well, well, I'm saying stuff. It's fine. Yeah, I'm a mansplain the men. <laughs> there, there you go. Uh, yeah, so I, if I could retroactively drop my ranking, however, as we know, they're set in stone, unfortunately. Can't be changed. Um, <laughs> so that can't be helped. Uh, but the, the fact of the matter is, like, Halo is an innovator in its field that still holds up which is innovating is hard enough and like having done something new but having done something new with such quality that it still holds up bordering on 20 years later is it's impossible it's it's like i can't imagine anything else like that anything else from 2001 that would still be good today there's not a lot like, even yeah. I'm 20 years after 2001. I don't know if I'm better than I was. <laughs> no, that's probably a little shit. 2001, who knows? But, Get to uh, the number, man. You're still yeah. a little shit now. Yeah, Halo's just so good. Uh, so I, I, I'd probably also give it, like, I don't know, like 100 times the Marshall Mathers LP. All right, Colleen, let's hear this amazing defense. I don't have an amazing defense. I really liked Halo. I thought it was good. It's, and that's a lot coming from somebody who doesn't play video games. So knowing that I'm a musician that has respect for other musicians, even if I don't agree with them, and the fact that I did not play any video games growing up other than ones like Sims and Rollercoaster Tycoon and Sonic. Did we do that episode? Did we do a Sonic episode? Yeah. Yeah, we did Sonic Adventure. It was garbage. That was real trash. Sonic Adventure was bad. Bad, 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 Sonic Adventure is the Junie of video games. (laughs) Scathing. Ouch, that one hurts. Um, You know, I'd have to give this like 50x. Why did I get raked over the coals? It's not that you got raked over the coals. It's that I needed you to understand... That she doesn't like you, and that she wants you to die. Yeah. By the hand of her dog. (laughs) I don't have anything else to say this week. I'm emotionally devastated. I'm saying saying that it's okay to be critical, but you have to know why you're critical. I told you it's all nostalgia for me, and the game is fun. I don't want to listen to the Marshall Mathers LP. I want to play more Halo. I have had... Songs from the fucking Marshall Mathers LP stuck in my head since we did that goddamn episode. Not me. It's good. I I had Rap God stuck in my head, but in a way that I wasn't happy about, and that mm. really pissed me off. <laughs> like again, he makes quality. It's put together in a way that can be appreciated, but um, 
I dislike it in the way that if you know somebody can do something better and they do something shitty, it's kind of worse than somebody you expect to doing. If somebody does shitty and you expect them to do shitty. Right. It's not quite as bad. Yeah. Because at least they're living up to your expectations. Uh, And bringing it back to the topic of the week, Halo, uh, nobody expected anything. It was a launch title on a console that was brand new and it like blew everybody out of the water. I going back to that glowing reception that you were reading off of Wikipedia, I hundred percent agree with all of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that this game is revolutionary. It's amazing. The, did the people that made this game make other games? They no, made a they, bunch they of Halo all, games. They all stopped making video games forever after. I that. mean beforehand. Yeah, they made a couple of games and they were well received. Okay. They made uh I don't want to get it wrong now. I won't know them, I'm sure. Yeah, you won't know. Okay. I just was curious, like, if this was, like, their their breakout game. Yeah. I mean, clearly This it was, was their, their breakout game. This was yeah. their make, make or break game, the for game sure. The game they make now is called Destiny, and it is somewhere in between Halo and Borderlands. So getting to the end of sort of my point is, like, it's kind of a game that you might actually love. I was going to say, yeah. can we play it? Sure. Sure. Is it four players? Uh, it's yeah, I think three players actually. Like yeah, we'll need team. to play on two Xboxes though, unless there's cross platform now. Fun to play with Ryan. But... Anyway, I'm sorry, uh, Ryan doesn't exist in the narrative of this podcast. So please take that again if you will. It'd be Ryan. fun, Ryan. Yeah. Again, don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, anything else that you guys have? It was good. It was good. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay, well, after a very emotionally tumultuous episode, I think we've we've really done it this guy this week, guys. Yeah, we don't have to make any more. Um, thank if, you, guys. If Matt's body gets found, <laughs> I'm editing this out. You can say whatever you want. It wasn't me. All right, <laughs> I don't know if you can make a compelling argument for that. I don't know <laughs> if it was you, but you definitely let Goose do it. So. I mean, we are stuck in quarantine, so. Anything can happen. Thank you guys for listening to Everything You Remember Sucks. Uh, next week, well, it's I against I, and it's me against you, but we'll make it work. See you then. It's a theme song! 